This podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. This week on the Matt Russell Podcast. Oh, I can't breathe! Rock, I can't breathe! Rock, I can't breathe! Don't adjust your settings. Brock Lesnar was on wrong. Becky Lynch has a spotlight stolen yet again. And it's all Johnny's fault. The only reason you're NXT champion is because of me. Turn it to 11. We're taking it to the max. Podcast episode 177 with Dazzy Dangerously. The Butcher is taking the week off, but I am with the podcast machine slash knowledge champion Mike Larkin. And Mike, did you know that if Austin Aries doesn't eat meat, he saves animals' lives? They, they shut down all the abattoirs and every farm locks up their livestock. Uh, all right. <laughs> So I, I saw you tweet this, and then I, I went on Instagram because you were talking about, you Austin tried to call me out on Instagram, and then I look at Instagram, and there he is. He screenshotted what he wrote to you, and then most of the tweets on there, because there were a lot of them, and of course Allie is like the one that praises him first because, you know, Allie is a fellow vegetarian and a fellow vegan, if you will. Uh, but there were some of like, yo, don't push your agenda out on me, Austin. Because, you know, hey, I do like me some steak and I like me some burgers. You know, just let me enjoy my food. But, yeah, there are, he, a lot of meat lovers went after Mr. Austin Aries. Yeah, he didn't seem to get the point. I, I, you haven't saved lives. They're, they're he, still going to kill a lot of animals. And I think the thing was, too, like, a lot of people on Twitter agree with you. Then there was that one, I think, that, like, wanted to, like, get into with you. Like, oh, my God, what are you saying? I love Austin Aries. I'll suck his dick. Blah, blah, blah. Well, what the hell was that guy going on about? I thought you didn't eat meat. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And I could see why you didn't tag him because then it would just be this whole big, you know, debate. And then, but, yeah, I, I agree with yeah. you. But then he just decided to fucking go after you because, oh, my God, you know, deprogram your brain. I'm Austin Aries. I'm the champ. You know, come to Impact Wrestling. This is this is, this is the place to be because of the fact that I'm the champion. If you don't beat me, then, you know, you're, not, you're nothing. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. That's exactly why I didn't tag him or reply on Instagram, because fuck getting into a debate with a vegan. I'll be honest with you, Daniel Bryan is a fellow vegan, but Daniel Bryan doesn't act like Austin Aries. Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, they both don't... I've never seen either one of them shove that down people's throats. I mean, CM Punk is very outspoken. He's probably one of the most outspoken people we've ever seen. But I've never seen anybody getting into a debate with him about food. Then Edward, no, and then the other thing he'll go about is, well, what the hell do you know? I wrote a book, goddammit, about vegans and blah, 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 blah. I wrote a book. Here, read my book, blah, 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 read my book, 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 book. 
Uh, it's, just, it's just ridiculous, man. Then Austin Aries gets it into you. And I laugh so hard about him saying, you know, come to Impact Wrestling because, you know, that's where the champs are. And, you know, I'm the best. And you have to fight me. You know, if you want some freedom and you want to come from a different company, all are welcome. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, but how about that AML Wrestling show at 4 p.m. on uh, Twitch, which I did see. And there was about 300 people there. And there's no barricade and blah, 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 blah. Oh, and how about the fact that you put suicide and have him replace Moose, who had a concussion and couldn't wrestle on the show, and you had Suicide wrestle a match where everybody's bashing you in the Twitch uh, chat there because I don't know. How about Brian Christopher died, and what was it? Suicide? So, so you had Suicide wrestle on that day? And you're calling him the Beacon of Hope, which, Suicide? So, yeah. Think, think, think. No! And yeah, Impact is really the place to be when they can't even afford to pay their own talent enough to pay for their own family member's funeral. Here's which God rest Trevor Lee's father. I mean, he was an integral yeah. part in the whole, you know, Omega and having it coming through fruition. I know Matt Hardy was very outspoken about it, which is true, man. You lost a lot, but I'm like, God dang, you got Trevor Lee going on GoFundMe talking about, oh, we're almost there, or I think they're probably there now, but like, you really shouldn't have to do that. No. Uh, but you know everybody's getting paid everybody's okay you know but it's i mean it's not very much obviously it's not very much i don't know dude i'm sorry that that company still got a lot of work to do then you got this show on twitch that i mentioned the aml which i'm like good god then they got a show coming on august on twitch which is fucking tennessee but oh destiny wrestling has a one night only and it's on august 25th but guess what they were coming out of from canada because of course <laughs> canada Estito. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm just saying, man. And then they act like... And, dude, they're coming to my neck of the woods in October. They're coming to New York. They're coming to Queens, Melrose Ballroom, Bound for Glory. But here's the thing. A lot of these companies like Ring of Honor are doing, like, the Hammerstein Ballroom and, and you know, in the Manhattan Center. And yeah. you got Ring of Honor and New Japan coming to Madison Square Garden, the, uh, the WrestleMania weekend, right? Yeah. Impact wishes they could do Madison Square Garden. And not, this is no disrespect to the Melrose Bomber in Queens, because I got people in Queens, I got family in Queens, and, you know, where, the, where they're at is a very nice venue, the Melrose Ballroom. But I'm just like, you wish you could do Madison Square Garden. Oh, I guarantee Vince would block that one. Well, <laughs> just that, that company, man, just just that company. And but and speaking of, uh, like we mentioned, rest in peace to Trevor Lee, rest in peace to Brickhouse Brown, Rest in peace to Nikolai Volkov, and rest in peace to Brian Christopher, Grandmaster Sexay. Um, you know, here's a guy, I'll say this in regards to Brian Christopher. When he was alive, a lot of people have said that that guy was, was a dick, and he was an asshole, and he was hard to be around, and there's a reason why he got fired from the WWE twice. I mean, Scotty Too Hot, he did a very nice tribute for his partner, but he even said he didn't travel with him out there, but, you know, when he was in the ring with him, it was magic, so still... It just rest in peace. He's too young, man. 46. I mean, a lot of guys have been said to be tough to deal with backstage. It's just the mm -hmm. life, I guess. It is. And just the problem with Brian was, here's a guy that was known for the drug thing. So I'm, I'm like, when you're the family, what do you do? I mean, here's a guy that's going to jail and you bail them out before. Do you, you I mean, you think it to yourself, hopefully, you know, he learns his lesson, but no, he just does what he did. And it's unfortunate. It's been a rough week. It has been. It has been, man. Uh, I'm just... Also, I mean, also, I'm not sure if I'm going to get it deeply into this, but fuck New Jack. 
All right. Now, I've been aware of the heat with Jerry Lawler that he's had for many years. I mean, he was very outspoken when Jerry Lawler had the heart attack. It was just like, fuck that motherfucker and all that stuff. I'm like, all right, New Jack. I get it. You don't like it. But a man just lost his son. And, and of course, you know, he even went on Facebook. I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about me. Fuck Jerry Lawler. And, you know, I'm sorry. Your son's dead now. I hope you fucking die. And I'm like, come on, man. It's very classy, Jerome. What? what? New Jack, classy. Nah, I never thought I'd hear that in the same sentence. Just, that's just fucking... once a dick, always a dick. He is, and I'm just sorry. And I mean, I think you even said New Jack. When everybody dies, everybody's gonna probably, you know, overjoy the fact when New Jack dies. Yeah, and I mean, I don't wish death on anybody because that'd be stupid on his level. But I mean, when he does finally kick the bucket, the crowd are gonna pop. Ain't nobody like New Jack. <sighs> It's just, it was it was not a cool thing to do. And then there was somebody, you know, who lost an interview for body shaming in the same week. So it is what it is. Yeah. Um, you want to get into that? Yeah, why not? Okay. <laughs> uh, and I'm on Twitter and I see this. And I'm just going to say this right now. You could say... Mr. Impact Lounge, that you know, oh, I've I've said it. I I said I don't mean to body shame, and he wanted on an, an apology, talking about the trolls. My trolls wanted me to verbally slip up, and Kimberly pretty much also, because I'll be honest, this individual uh, pretty much blocked BQ and said, yo, he's because he's trying to get an interview with Shotzi Blackheart, who was in Rise, the ballsy badass, and who was on Impact Wrestling, trying to set it up. Does a video of his thoughts on her debut. And, you know, you're trying to get the play field, but the playing field and the ground for the interview going. But I'm just like, you're, you're, your mouth gets you into trouble because you do a chat where you talk about Kimberly's gained 30 or 40 pounds and she looks like Lufisto. Which, by the way, Daz, Lufisto is a, is a woman who has had health problems and she's had irregular cells. And she's even been open about this on Twitter, the fact that, you know, it could have been cancerous. And thank God they're getting rid of this cancerous like stuff, man. And she was really going through a tough time and, and roughness as far as health goes. And then you want to talk about, you know, body shaming and all that. Which you say, I don't mean to body shame, which you're pretty much saying i'm gonna body shame you uh, and i mean you look good but you're like throwing a butt in there without really saying you know i don't mean to body shame but i'm gonna fucking body shame you anyway so you, you lost an interview for it there's probably people out there who want us want to see us fail but that doesn't mean i'm gonna quote accidentally body shame somebody i'm interviewing Exactly, you know what I'm saying, and I'm just like that's happened on my end. My end was just I was too nice because I, you know, I, I wanted to set it up with this individual, and I guess she got annoyed because I kept emailing her, which I'm like I've never said not a damn thing wrong with you, and I wanted to set this up and I wanted to tell you my plan and you know cover the ground, but she's like no, I'm not interested, and can you please stop at the emails? And I'm like, but I've been nothing but nice to you, and we're gonna promote this, and you want so this is a reason why I've lost an interview, and it's for the dumbest reason because I was too nice and i kept emailing you and i'm like this is really the dumbest thing i'm like all right fine and i even said to her i apologize for annoying you and i still wish the rest i killed her with kindness in the end because that's the problem you're either too nice or you're too much of a jackass because the world we live in there's a lot of dickwads in there and number two these are also the people who will come into the business who have only been in the business for like two or three years and have had like a little shine on them and have only been like i mentioned in the business for two or three years which is a cup of coffee and they think their shit don't stink and that's the problem problem with the way podcasting in the industry is you're either too nice and like oh no 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 or you're a dickhead like that individual was so 
You, you, you can't win either way, which my reason was dumb. His reason was he rightfully deserved to lose that interview because he said a lot of dumb shit and it came back to bite him in the ass. Yeah, and then blamed it on other people who had nothing to do with it. Because, you know, the trolls wanted him to slip. It was a conspiracy. It was all that mind control, to quote one Jesse Ventura. It was My a conspiracy. It's all that mind control. Now, you could say, now, and I'll rightfully admit on my end, you got to admit that's the dumbest shit that you've ever heard on my end for the reason to lose an interview. Yeah. Absolutely. Because you know me, I'm just going out there and just throwing shade on people and saying dick, a dickwad shit. Because you know me, I, I'm just the biggest dick on the world, you hey. know? To be honest, I've never known you to lose an interview, so that's news to me. That's what I'm saying, and I lose the interview for being too nice. And, oh, I was annoying because I sent emails, and I'm trying to set this up because I want to set this up. And I had to reschedule with this individual. I'm not going to mention her name, but I'm just going to say I had to reschedule with this interview with this individual, and we were cool about it. And But, you know, oh, you just emailed me too much. You know how fucking mm. ridiculous that sounds? So we know it's a she. It wasn't Sasha Banks. <laughs> so, that's what I'm saying. You see how ridiculous that was, and I don't mean to vent, but you you see how ridiculous that sounds. Yeah. Um, Sasha Banks is actually a nice segue because I'm just gonna smoothly go into um a couple of tweets from Johnny Gargano and um Candice LeRae. Oh my just God. such nice What's people. That? Just said, oh, um, somebody was um nervous to come and speak to him, and was like, oh, no. dude, next time just come over and say hello. We're fine with it. Why can't they all be like that? Sasha. Exactly. <clears throat> I'm Sasha Banks. Uh, so here's the <laughs> thing with that. Gargano and Candice were a very class act on their end. But what about the other class act on their end, on, on other person's end? Man, Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks are like, oh, yo, wow. man, come on down to All In. Well, come on down to All In. We'll, we'll hook you up. Cody Rhodes is a legend. Like, fucking... He, like, he obviously got his class from his dad. Exactly. Like... What the hell? Like, I'm saying, why can't people just be like that and just be classy? He's willing to help you to go and all in. Johnny Gargano and Candice were like, yo, just come on and give us a hello. That's the problem with everybody, man. Everybody just, there's a world, we're a world full of dickheads. And I, and I'll, and it's not necessarily a United States thing. And I'll apologize for my country each and every week on the show because of the leadership in our country, but I digress. <laughs> but I'm just saying, but there's a world where people just want to be dicks and it's it's like a cool thing to be a dick, and I'm like, no, you're just a fucking dick. And then you got people like Gargano and Canisari that want to help people. Cody Rhodes doing the ultimate help job along with the Young Bucks. So that was the brightness of a very, you know, upsetting and a very just bad week, you know what I'm saying? And then you get the whole thing where I'm just like, oh, because... Oh, speaking of what was not, was also brightness, and this was actually kind of funny. Man, Tama Tonga, I don't even care where it goes. He's just going after Roman Reigns, and it's hilarious. Talking about the yard and doing the doing the mannerisms, and I'm just like, this is fucking awesome. I love you, Tama Tonga. Tama Tonga is amazing. I don't even care where it goes. It's just funny. Fist pumping, no, every single entrance. <laughs> And personally, I'm I'm intrigued in a Roman Reigns Tomatonga match. I don't even think uh, Roman needs to worry about Brock. Just worry about Tomatonga. All right. I'd much rather see Roman Reigns and Tomatonga than Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar for the one thousand eight hundredth time. You know, I'm I'm just waiting for Tonga Tama to do Tomatonga to do the ooh ah, and then hit a stun gun. <laughs> yes. 
You know what it is, too, man? And I did like the whole We Want Roman thing at the end, and I liked the fact that he hits Baron. And how much does Baron Corbin look like a pussy this week? He gets knocked down by Roman, and then Brock Lesnar and him have a face-to-face, and Baron Corbin's, like, maybe, like, an inch or two taller than Brock is, which is hilarious. <laughs> but he lets Kurt get F5 and just walks out the ring. Are we sure it was actually Brock and it wasn't CGI? No, Brock was in the building. Wow. I like the the fact that he goes, Paul, I don't care what Roman said. You know I don't watch Raw. Yeah, see, it's... You can see what they're trying to do, and it just felt too obvious, too forced to me that they're trying to get people to hate Brock. I mean, they do anyway, but... Mm -hmm. You know I don't watch Raw. I don't care what people think. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we get it. We get it. We're not supposed to like Brock. Okay. And Braun has even said, like, next time Brock Lesnar's in the building, I'll cash in the money in the bank. Hello? He's in the building. Attack him in the locker room, Braun. But no, we had to get the whole shit where Jinder Mahal wins by counter because Kevin Owens trying to play cat and mouse. Throws it to the Singh brother because, of course, he throws it to the Singh brother because the Singh brother has to get killed. And then, you know, just he runs away. And then Braun and Kevin, you know, he's chasing after Kevin. And personally, I think the best way to do this is, I think we discussed this either last week or the week before, you can have Braun cash in on Brock, Brock beats Roman, and Braun cashes in on Brock. Or the ultimate scenario would be somehow uh, Braun gets DQ'd or counted out, Kevin wins the briefcase, Roman Reigns wins the title, Kevin Owens beats Roman Reigns. I honestly don't care so long as uh, Braun or Kevin Owens leave SummerSlam with a title. Uh, that's all I'm saying, man. Just because I... You know... <sighs> As I said, you could do the thing where Roman finally wins, and then people are still going to be half happy, half like bleh. And but if you have, because you know you got to get the title off of Roman, because it's just like you know what the shit that you're going to get. And personally, Brock Lesnar, dude, just go to the UFC because I'm really just tired of seeing Brock Lesnar on the TV. I even said, watch you. I'm well because my mom was watching with me. I'm like, he's probably going to F5 Kurt, and what does he do? He F5s Kurt. And personally. <laughs> Would you like to see another Kurt Angle Brock Lesnar matchup down the line? Uh, no. Okay. I and don't now... think. Good. Well, first. obviously, um, Kurt Angle's not as uh, unbreakable as he used to be. Um, Brock is a hell of a lot stiffer these days. Okay, so the last time we actually saw these guys wrestle was, I think, 2007 when they fought for the IWGP yeah. title in Japan. Quote, but then they get this. IWGP. Quote, quote IWGP. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so this was like 11 years ago. So, yeah, but the only thing I could see with them doing with Kurt, man, is all right, I see this scenario where, like, Stephanie will get involved. Because, you know, they have, you know, Baron Corbin as the constable, and he answers to Stephanie McMahon. They're doing that whole thing with him, right? He's he's basically Corporate Kane 2.0, right? Yeah. I could definitely see down the line doing them Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin with Kurt's job on the line. Yeah. And I don't want to see it. No. <laughs> but they're going to do it. Because why the fuck do we, what the fuck do fans know? And why do they give a crap what we think? But I'm just like, yeah. And then the whole thing, by the way, with... Man, Mickey James is out now. Poor, well, Alicia Fo- Alicia Fox is it's gonna, still employed. Is still employed and is going to get an ass whooping next week from Ronda Rousey in her debut match. Which, of course, it's going to be Alicia Fox because Alicia Fox apparently got into a Ronda Rousey's husband. 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 Excuse me. Hubby. So Ronda. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they're going to play off the fact of real life and have Ronda kill. <laughs> 
Alicia Fox yeah. in an environment where it's legal. I mean, that's the whole reason we haven't seen Alicia Fox for months. Yeah, and now she's going to get killed by Ronda. <laughs> then we're going to make it into an angle. Exactly. There you go. Let's have Ronda kill Alicia. Oh. How about right before Raw, Ronda was talking to her husband going, guess who they're going to put me against next week? Alicia Fox. You're going to love this. You're going to love this. <laughs> and I'm going to say this right now. Speaking of Constable Baron Corbin, I was getting really sick of seeing Balor and Corbin, but this week, I thought they had a good match. Yeah. Um, I am really just fed up of the feud, though. I am, too. And I think, unfortunately, we're going to get it at SummerSlam. But something we won't get at SummerSlam because they fought in the locker room. And, oh, hello, Mike Kanellis. How are you? You still work with the company because we saw you in that locker room segment. We're, well, we oh, all yeah, yeah. He's got to do a dark matches, hasn't he? Well, yeah. And the only reason why well, he hasn't been wrestling is because Maria is still not there. And Maria is a part of the big act of the power of love because yeah. they're known as the power of love. And you can't just have the one power of love without Maria because she makes up the whole package and the gimmick. So you see Mike Kanellis there and you see Zack Ryder and you see all of them. And then you see Bobby Roode and your favorite wrestler, Mojo Raleigh, get into it. And I'm like, we're going to get Bobby Roode and Mojo next week. That was the loudest pop I've heard for Bobby Roode in a long time, just because he just appeared out of nowhere on screen. They want, you know what it is? I think a lot of people just want to see Mojo lose, and he's being a great bad guy right now. I mean, he incorporates the pounce into his arsenal. He does that Alabama slam power bomb or Alabama slam, whatever the hell it is, as his new finishing maneuver. But I'm just like, all right, I get it. You want to try to make Mojo like a heel now. And you see something in him, but I still think he sucks. Yeah, and you know, um, WWE shot themselves in the foot this week. <clears throat> because they posted an old NXT clip of uh, Mojo versus um, CJ Parker, who is now, of course, Juice Robinson. And it was the caption was like, you could see Mojo Rawley arrived back in NXT. And literally nearly every single comment was like, Juice Robinson's achieved so much more. <laughs> It's not like he's the United <laughs> States champion and just came off a big match with Jay White or nothing like that. No, not at all. And Juice Robinson has been killing it, motherfucker. motherfucker. I'll roll a motherfucker up. <laughs> I mean, like, come on. Mojo has done dick besides the fact that he was, I'm hyped and I stay hyped. And he's running around the ring like the fucking Energizer Bunny and like he needs decaf. And then, you know, he's with Zack Ryder and they do that. Then they split him off from Zack. And then they pretty much, you know, oh, my God, he won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Which one, the And what the hell has that done for him? What the hell did that do for Baron Corbin? What the hell did that do for Cesaro or the Big Show? And who's the last one to win it? Oh yes. And what the hell are they doing with Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt now? They're losing to the Revival. Bray Wyatt takes the pin. And by the way, did you know that Bray Wyatt has like a chest tattoo now? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, it is. is it a wolf or a tiger or something like that? It's like a wolf or some kind of deal, which I think it's kind of cool. But I'm like, all right. And by the way, what the fuck is with the crowd chanting CM Punk and, you know, Rusev Day during the match? They're bored. Um, they're, they're fucking assholes. Also, I, and I'm, I don't mean to shit on the people, but they're fucking assholes. Also, uh, Bray's new, ta new chest tattoo is much better than Brock's. Um, Absolutely. supposed to be sword, but penis tattoo. Oh <laughs> yes, yes it is and dude i'm sorry if i'm just on a rant today but there's just a lot of shit just to well, fucking... we've got to make up for the butcher not being here 
Oh, yeah. And fucking the people are just idiots because these guys are working their ass off and they're chanting, you know, CM Punk, oh, oh, Rusev Day, and then you got Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas doing their thing on commentary, and it looks like we're going to get Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas versus The Revival at SummerSlam, and I'm going to tell you right now, I think because they got something with this B-team thing, and they're funny, and I think I think it's given them their just due because they've been working hard, and I mean, I'm in a way, I'm looking forward to Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas versus The Revival. Oh, yeah, they're really paying off. Oh, yeah. But you know what it is, too? And I just think it's going to be very good because I think, you know, they're all four men are great, and if you incorporate Matt and Bray, that's cool. Make it a triple threat. And do you, did you see that the Cruiserweight Championship is actually going to be defended at SummerSlam? Because now we got Cedric Alexander versus Drew Gulak. Oh, man. The Cruiserweight Championship is still cursed. That, that curse is very real. Okay, here's the thing. It... You want me to address what Cedric Alexander and Ty Dillinger, you know, the whole... I'll okay. tell you what, let me run through the, the list of the why the Cruiserweight Championship is cursed first. Oh, you first, so, Ed. I'm sorry, go right ahead. TJP, knee injury. Oh. Yeah. Brian Kendrick, broken nose. Yes. Rich Swan, domestic violence, suspended, eventually released. Yeah. Neville, walked out. Tozawa, mm-hmm. got cut from Raw. Mm-hmm. Kalisto, got hit in the face by a water bottle. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> that that really did some damage to him to be fair uh, Enzo Amore we all know what happened there mm-hmm. and, and now Cedric Alexander okay he said this shit five years ago and people six. just six excuse me I'm sorry six okay this was what 2012 right uh, yeah okay He's grown a lot since then, and he's even admit, I'm a father now, I have a kid, I said something immature, and it's like people just want to go back and dig, like, from shit that people said from, like, whatever, and oh my god, how could you say that? It was six years ago, I've matured, let's move on. Yeah, I I was immature in 2012. Okay. I had black hair in 2012. <laughs> Bro, I was... <laughs> 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 like... Like, you and I are around the same age, right? So yeah. I'm 20... I'm, okay, we'll just put this out there. I'm 26. How old are you? 28. Okay, 28. I was early 20s. I was 20 in 2012, and I can admit, I'm 26 now, and I've grown a lot since 2012, okay? I was in my early 20s, still not giving a fuck, and I'll be honest with you, I still got that no fucks given about me, but I'll tell you right now... <laughs> I'm a little bit better than I was in 2012, all right? I was still kind of a bit immature, and I've grown. You've grown. I mean, everybody's grown in, in six years' time because you know why? Because we're people, and we, you know, there's an evolution of just how we are as human beings, and some people change. Some people are still the complete and utter twats that they are, but I would think that you and I, I'll say this right now, knowing you and you knowing me, we've both, you know, matured since 2012, and I think we've matured for the better, and I mean, I'll give you someone else who's matured somewhat jessica havoc you remember that whole crap that came out with jessica havoc you know she said some racist tweets and and you know how you know i'm I'm like you know she's gotten better and you like that was from x amount of years ago but you know what jessica have is doing now what's she wrestling for she's trying to petition to get back an impact why jessica do you know why jessica do you really want to know why des why why impact specifically because she's with Sammy Callahan. Oh, jeez. So Why? She's, she, 
And like, oh my God, can you imagine the possibilities? Gail Kim, who we have, it will probably come out of retirement for one fucking match. And Gail Kim, who probably screwed the pooch on ever going back to the WWE and possibly doing evolution because, oh, the knockouts did it first. Yes, we get it. You're proud of what you did with the knockouts. But Gail, if you had the opportunity, because girls like Trish Stratus and Lita, who are probably going to come back for that. And you you on that would be great because you had, you were former women's champion. You won the title in your debut when you were around that time period. You screwed the pooch on going back there for an appearance. Why? Because all my pride. And number I mean, two. I, I can kind of understand that Impact treated her better than WWE. I but understand still. it too. And, and I, I know, my God, I got to give a shout out to our boy, man. Did you see a mirror's like, oh, fuck you, yeah, kid. Man, I remember in 2009 when she eliminated herself at the Battle Royal. Yeah, that's really classy, you bitch. By the way, fuck you, yeah, kid. And I laughed so fucking hard because you got to understand. <laughs> I'm waking up and I see the group chat and freaking the mirror's like, fuck you, yeah, kid. God damn. She's fucking so unprofessional. What the fuck is that shit? I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, because you rarely see me get angry, and I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Because <laughs> I'm reading the chat, and I'm like, yeah, all right. Because I, I I understand his points, but I'm like, she screwed her pooch. I'm like, well, who the hell's Havoc gonna face? The last time she was with that company was 2014, when she was the Knockouts champion, when they were on Destination America. Those are dark days. Okay, and then she's the champion, which nobody probably even remembers that she was the knockouts champion. And then she's like, oh, I left because of management. And I'm like, okay, and you're going to come back to Don Callis and Scott Damore and Ed Nordholm, the owl, half man, half owl, who doesn't know shit and just leaves it up to Don Callis and Scott Damore because they actually have minds and have been in the business and have actually gotten the ring. Well, Ed Nordholm's just like, yeah, golden bookers, golden bookers. There's a difference between him and Joe Coff, who is the CEO of Ring of Honor, who actually cares about the fans. And you could tell because I've listened to him on conference calls. And then you see Ed Nordholm at the bar and grill when they did that Slammiversary <laughs> press conference. And he's just like, oh, yeah, the golden bookers, the golden bookers. Yeah, Ed, because you know shit about pro wrestling. You're just going to test the Golden Bookers. The Golden Bookers. <sighs> just fuck. And then, you know, like, they get the possibilities. Who's she going to fight? Gail Kim? Sue Young? I mean, who else do they got that's a face there? Allie? I mean, if, if she comes in as a face, then she can wrestle Tessa Blanchard. Um, Taya Valkyrie. Um, well, there's no Madison Rain because, hello, Madison Rain is in the Mae Young Classic. Oh, excuse me, Ashley Rain is in the Mae Young Classic. <laughs> she goes from Ring of Honor the next night to Impact, and then a couple weeks later, she's going to be on WWE TV. Wow. Yeah. And I think it's great who they announced, too. I mean, they got some Japanese people in there. Vanessa Craven, who I was very happy to see. You know who Vanessa Craven is? Mm, no. Okay, so she's done work on Shine. So she's a, she's okay. a Shine girl. Uh, very, I'm very happy to see her in there. Deanna Perrazzo's in there. Yeah. Uh, Lacey Lane is in there, who they just got at the Performance Center. Zaya Brookside, the daughter of the great Robbie Brookside. She's 19, Dad. She's the youngest one in the tournament. Zaya Brookside's going to be in there. Uh, Killer Kelly's in there. Uh, Ginny's in there. Friggin' UK tournament. And uh, NXT UK. There's just so many great people in this tournament. That I, personally, I'm looking forward to the Mayon Classic, too. There's obviously people from the inaugural one who are coming back so it's gonna be cool yeah we've also got a commentary from Mauro and Beth Phoenix 
that's an even bigger plus, man. And I do Beth will be at Evolution, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. And just to reiterate, who the hell's Havoc gonna face if she wants to come back? Like really, like who is she gonna face? There, like I mentioned, Tessa, Taya if she's a if she's a face. Those Sue Young. I mean, I got it. I got it. Go ahead. The Welfare Queen. The Welfare Queen. What are you talking about? Glow. Oh yeah, <laughs> there you go. That's right. That's right. Awesome I'm sorry. Yeah, I had a slash. Well, Karma. they did that already. They did that already. <laughs> they did that already. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, like there's hardly anybody for Jared to face. I mean, no, no disrespect to Rebel, and I like Rebel. You know, Menagerie, the Dollhouse, and I'll be honest with you, dude, she's gotten better. She actually has gotten better. I I'm love like, the right. Menagerie. I just wish they'd done more with it. I do, I do too. I really do. And I think Rebel is a, is an addition. I mean, she's a veteran. The woman's like forty, and I think she's cool. And Kiara Hogan, God love her. I mean, shine. Uh, she's a part of the cutie, the cutie booty pie club, as they call it, with Dementia <laughs> DeRose, because Dementia DeRose got the booty and the cutie pie candy cart right and shine. I mean, I think she's cool, but she's still green as goose shit, and she's very inexperienced. Uh, Allie, how many times are we going to do Sue Young and Allie, which I think they're going back to for Bound for Glory, because Rosemary's hurt, and you got, and Rosemary can't wrestle. So, there's really not a lot of options with Impact. I would say Madison Rain, but hello. <laughs> she, she, she's doing the Mae Young Classic. Wow, which... dude. What? Go ahead. This, this goes to all listeners. Do not Google cutie booty wrestling. Oh, my God. Do you, you... Well, the only reason I said that is because Dementia <laughs> Rose, dude, you've seen Dementia DeRose. Shout out to Dementia DeRose. Dementia DeRose is a member of the group, as you know. You've seen, yeah. the, you've seen, the, you've seen the challenges where people are smacking around the ass with a chair with the booty. You've seen that, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. And you know what? You know where that comes from, right? Because her catchphrase is never just a big button to smile. You know where that comes from, right? No. Because Belle Bib DeVoe. All right, remember, you remember new? This is pop culture reference. Remember New Edition? Yeah. Bobby Brown and all them. You know, mm-hmm. okay. They were new edition. So Belle Biv DeVoe, their solo song, their debut, the big one was, that girl is poison. And one of the lines was, never trust a big button to smile. That girl is poison. If I were you, I'd take precaution. So that's where it comes from. Ah. So, ah. yeah. And so, well, the Cutie Pie Club is the name of the group. It's her, Candy Cartwright, and uh, Dementia DeRose. But when I had her on the show, she called it the Cutie Booty Pie Club because she's got the booty and Kiara and, and Candy Cartwright are the Cutie Pies. Actually, you know what? No, I want to. Hit, I want people to hear your reaction. Go ahead, go ahead and Google Cutie Booty Wrestling. Cutie, just Cutie Booty Wrestling? Yeah. Okay, hold on. And oh, my God, just scroll through the whole results. And none of it applies to what we were actually looking for. Okay, so now you got me intrigued on this. Whole <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> wait, wait a minute. All right. So the first thing that comes up is, well, you got cutie wrestling porn videos on Pornhub. Then you got cutie getting fucked after the wrestling class. Man, we got some you poured up in this bitch. Then we got spank bag talking about big booty wrestling for free, baby, free, baby. Then we got cute and denim short shakes up booty in public. Hot damn. Athletic cutie with a nice butt warms up before the match. Wrestling te- Oh, whoa. Okay, hold on. I'm not going to repeat that one. You got a spanking cat fight, and you got the messy wrestling. Hold on. Wait, we got more. We got more, Des. We got Kermit and <laughs> 
Cutie gets banged with her round booty. Then we got tiny, spicy, every teen girls wrestle fuck. We got big booty girls goo wrestling, baby. We got baby sex cutie wrestling. Oh my god, this is great. Cutie getting fucked after the wrestling class. We got spanking lesbian board videos. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna done because this is gonna get really bad after a while. Yeah. But yeah, I get and, your point. Um, I had history. Okay. <laughs> first of all, I'm gonna say first of all, number one, that was just tame what i said about the cutie booty wrestling and number two you have a wife and uh, yeah so that, that was like when we when we discovered sashabanks.com that ain't sasha banks that's not sasha banks that's not sasha banks. <laughs> well look at and dude angelina love and velvet sky bro here's what we're gonna do we're gonna call up angelina love and velvet sky my sub was on the internet bro and he found these porn stars he was looking at some ex-hamster he may have been looking at some porn hub bro and he came across angelina love and velvet sky swerve the beautiful people and we name him after porn stars i bet i know which clip it was as well it was when and this is just me guessing was it <laughs> When Angelina Love got kicked out and they just started whipping her. Bro, how do you know my booking? We gotta put Judy Bagel <laughs> on the pole. And oh my god, we gotta have something on the pole because it wouldn't be a pole without me, bro. Then we're gonna get him on the forklift. And oh my god, you know, we talk about her breasts, we talk about her sting. I was watching Jerry Springer the other day, and oh my god, the guy wanted to leave her because he was having sex with the other one. He said I liked it when I titty fucked her the best. Swerve! <laughs> The man literally thinks like this. And, and you wonder why we have so much filth in professional wrestling. Bro, sir. <laughs> you started it with cutie booty wrestling. I, well, it's your fault. Uh, yeah. Well, in the words of the late Road Warrior Hawk, well. Oh, what a rush. And again, you have a wife, so that's very good that you. <clears throat> That you delete that from your search history. Oh yeah, I didn't click on any of the links. I just googled it and went, "Whoa, that is not what I'm looking for." I'm just picturing. It's like submission sorority all over again. <laughs> just picturing your wife going. What the fuck is this? <laughs> You are a smart man on that part. I'll just say that. And you know what the best part about it as far as me goes? Uh, what? Single. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only teasing, but dude, that that is pretty funny. Happy wife. So, happy. so when I clicked um, delete history, you clicked bookmark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Rachel Riley all over again, bro. It's Rachel Riley all over again. Oh, yeah. Oh. I still got Rachel Riley on bookmark all day. <laughs> I'll admit it. I'm a perv. I'm not that big of a perv because there are some pervs out there, but I am a perv. Yes, I am. Oh. <laughs> okay. Now, this is just this is just going way off track. You had to bring that up. This is going way off track. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we've got Evan back on. Oh, Evan is a man. And, oh, my God. All right, I'll tell you a funny story about that. All right, so... <laughs> You know how I've interviewed, not a lot of them, but I've had them. You know how I've interviewed people in the adult industry? Yeah. Evan's eyes light up. Either the first time I interviewed an adult star, I sent it to Evan. And he's like, I want to listen to this. <laughs> I'm like, of course. That's why I'm like, all right. So I, I work with a lot of great people in you, and I've worked with Evan. So I'm like, huh, 
who am I going to send this to first? I'm like, oh, yeah, how about Evan? Who, You know, Evan, because Evan became a shout-out to Evan. We love you, bro. But Evan is probably one also one of the biggest pervs out there, and I know he enjoys that stuff, and we know Evan, so, yeah. I'm like, admit I'm gonna, it. He admits it. We all admit it. So, yeah, shout-out to Evan. Oh, man. <laughs> all right, let's, let's, let's talk about Raw, bro. Let's talk about Raw, kid. Yeah, well, yeah, what else have we got left on Raw? Um... <clears throat> Sasha and Bailey, man, they get the W over the Riot Squad. You know what? I completely missed that match. I don't know what happened. Oh, we're, it was at the end. That was it. Yeah, yeah, I fell asleep. All right, bro. So here's... I'm starting to sound like Vince Russo, bro, 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 bro. Um, Sasha and Bailey, here's the thing. They're either going to do a thing... Well, obviously, they're not going to do the HLA PG. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. But it's just got me thinking that Sasha's just strolling Bailey along until she finally hits her. Yeah, I love you, Bailey. I love you the fact that I'm going to kick your ass at SummerSlam, and then we have three years of the making of Bailey versus Sasha at SummerSlam. You can hope. Mm-hmm. But they're probably not. Uh... It was fine, man. And I mean, the whole thing was, you know, they got the one over the riot squad. I'm just like, okay, whatever. I, that's kind of how I felt a lot of the matches. Okay, whatever. Um, What else? Did, what the hell else happened? As you, far you know as what's stuff? hilarious? What? How we've got Evolution coming up and they're making this big deal. Every single person I cut the promo has to mention Evolution. Um, uh, and they're talking about how there used to be short matches and now they're taken more seriously. Both women's matches on Raw this week were five minutes. It's it's the revolution, Dad. It's the evolution and the revolution. Oh yeah, they, they, they they've gained four minutes and thirty seconds. And yeah, fuck right. me, man. Uh, just yeah. Uh, we mentioned Matt and Bray in the in the whole revival thing. Um, Roman, we mentioned um Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre had a very good match. Yeah, well, it's it's Seth Rollins. It is Seth freaking Rollins. <clears throat> and, and you know we got the Intercontinental Championship matchup coming. Uh, all right, I'm okay with it. Oh yeah. What the hell's up with Dolph Ziggler? Because I think somebody commented, and you commented back on it. Is he gone from, like, Shawn Michaels to the 90s to Chris Jericho 1999? Yeah, he ran out of uh, HBK gear. Oh, my God. And so I'm he, just so like, he oh. raided Jericho's wardrobe instead. Oh, yeah. We mentioned Jinder and Braun, which great. And then we had, um, oh, my God. I, 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 you know what it is? I watch Raw, but just after a while, I'm just like, ugh, because a lot of crap just made me mad about that. And I got no problem with Raw, but I'm just like... All right, I want to see the Roman Brock thing over. What Jinder and Braun made Braun look like a fool. Um, what the I, hell I, else? God, you first. Fucking AOP. Oh my God, that's right. Apollo Cruz beat Akum. In less than two minutes. It makes no fucking sense. They've been squashing them. It, not even AOP. Titus Worldwide has been losing and getting killed. Then all of a sudden, fucking Acom slips on a banana peel. Roll up, one, two, three. Oh my God, Apollo Crews won a match. And even last week, they made him look like bitches. Like, why are we doing the rubber match? They've already beat him like twice already. This feud should be done. We should see AOP going for the tag titles or something. But no, we got the feud with Titus Worldwide. We got a feud with Ura, Ura, Ura. And friggin' Apollo, he just keeps going, Worldwide? Ura, Ura, Ura. Worldwide? Ura, Ura, Ura. Worldwide? I'm like, all right. I get it. I know who the fuck you are. Uh, and somebody I, 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 Oh, yeah. Who was that? Bobby Lashley. Oh. No, no, I'm not doing that. Right. Oh, where was Bobby Lashley this week? 
Uh, yeah, that's right. I mean, the voice hasn't come back in a while. I'm just saying you're worth Bobby Lashley, <laughs> man. I'll do that really quickly. But, yeah, Bobby Lashley. And to be honest with you, I can't even do that voice anymore. And do you know why? Because I like Bobby Lashley now and the fact that they're actually making him a badass, which is cool. Oh, Bobby Lashley. Yeah, we saw Bobby Lashley this week. Did we? Yeah, Elias. Oh, of course, yeah. Hey, they got fucking Bobby Lashley singing Rockin' Robin. And he said, well... You know where it was going, and Elias said you could come in any time, and well, he did, and it was terrible. And then you just had Elias, you know, beat yeah. the crap out of Bobby Lashley. And I'm actually gonna pull a butcher right now. And do you know why? Because it was terrible. Besides that, and that's why I forgot about it. Go, what's the other reason? I told you so. I said this last week on the show. Watch, they're gonna have Bobby Lashley now feud with Elias, and guess what? They're having Bobby Lashley feud with Elias. I mean, I could kind of see that coming because we saw the clip of them in a house show singing together. I can't remember what they were singing. Mm, but, uh, yeah. but yeah. I'm okay with it. I think it's going to be a really good match. Yeah, I just don't see how Bobby Lashley's gone from potentially facing Brock Lesnar to uh, karaoke. Uh, dude, it's because, God damn it, we got to have Roman in the main event. Yeah, let's just forget the fact that Lashley pinned Roman at, the, at Extreme Rules. That's <laughs> <laughs> what they want you to do, and that's what it is. Uh, what, what the hell else am I missing from Raw? Uh, I think that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, obviously we had the Brock thing at the end, which uh, we knew we were going to have to wait till right at the end of the show for. Um... And it seems too obvious to me that Brock's going to turn on Heyman. Or do you think they're going to try to put Heyman with Reigns or do something like that? I don't think... Everybody now thinks they're going to split Brock and Heyman, but I don't think they will. It just seems too obvious to me. They were were trying too hard to make us think that by having Brock talk to him like shit and strangle him. (sighs) Man, I I don't care, and I, I really hate to say that, but I really, 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 really don't care. I, I don't, and I and I really feel bad to say that, but I'm just like this whole fucking thing fucking sucks. It just but sucks. You, I don't want to see it. Okay. Roman obviously needs uh, the mouthpiece more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think best case scenario would be Kevin Owens. Uh, teaming up with Heyman, but again, I I, I don't think it's actually going to happen. Uh, <clears throat> the other thing I can mention in Raw, are you looking forward to? I mean, we talked about Ronda and um, Alicia Fox happening next week. Yeah. So Alicia gets Fox gets to the win over Natalia this week. Uh, you looking? Does that make you intrigued more for SummerSlam with Alexa and Ronda? I, I was looking forward to that match anyway. I mean, it, SummerSlam's a weird one. I'm not overly excited about it, but I am intrigued by some of the outcomes that we could see. I got to say one thing. How bad do you think they're going to try to ruin Styles and Joe like they did Styles and Nakamura? Oh, Jesus. Somebody actually tweeted up. You know, it was a picture of them in, in TNA years ago. And it's like, yeah, this, yeah. but on but in WWE. I'm like, yeah, they, they, they did that with Nakamura, though, and it sucked. It did. Uh, I Personally, I thought Samoa Joe's delivery this week was amazing. It yeah, reminded Joe was me fantastic. Of- he was. It reminded me of Joe's going to kill you without him saying Joe's going to kill you. So it was cool. Now we're going to get AJ Styles with Mark next week. Uh, Zelina Vega getting the W over Lana thanks to that damn Aiden English. And completely lost her accent. 
Uh, The only time she puts on that Russian accent now is to say Rusev. And I can't roll the R's, I'm sorry. But Rusev. That's the only time you hear her go Russian is Rusev. And then everything else she talks like a normal human being. I can't roll my R's either. And I'm Welsh. Yes. And I'm just... (laughs) I'm just like, all right, well, I know. I've, I've heard you try to roll your R's in the past. It, it's not pretty. No, so, it, it don't work. It don't work. But, yeah, um, Zelina gets the win, which I was very happy to see. Um, and they're like, oh, my God, this is her debut in WWE. I'm like, she fought Candice LeRae on NXT, but I know we'll forget that that happened. All right. Uh, but, yeah, on the main roster, it's her debut. Uh, Rusev versus Aiden English, the Battle of Rusev Day. I mean, what do you think about this whole thing? Um, I don't know because they keep changing direction. Like when when they first put the three together, we thought Lana was gonna force Aiden out. Then we thought Rusev was gonna turn on Aiden. Then we thought Aiden was gonna turn on Rusev. And now we think Rusev's gonna turn on both of them. It's like what the fuck is going on? They have no idea what the hell that they're trying to do. Unless it's gonna lead to Rusev and Lana versus Andrade Cien Almas and Zelina Vega. Or something of that sort. Or um, Aiden English and Shaw Guerrero. Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. If they bring back Raquel Diaz, I would laugh. And personally, <laughs> I, I liked her in the NXT. I like Shaw Guerrero a lot. But yeah, I don't see her getting back in the ring because I think she just likes being retired. Yeah. Uh, she's completely done with wrestling by the, by the looks of it. But, uh, yeah. Um. <clears throat> well, honestly, the only... Outcome that makes sense would be Rusev turning on Aiden English, and oh, we, yeah. we just get Rusev and Lana again. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking that they're going with. Uh, speaking of going with something, I was going to say, well, Randy Orton let Shinsuke Nakamura beat up Jeff Hardy this week, and then Randy beat the crap out of Jeff and defaced the paint and just 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 just, just took down the Enigma man. He got rid of the makeup. He defaced him. He threw water on his face, wiping off the makeup. He's just beating the crap out of Jeff Hardy once again. Um, he pussy whipped Nakamura. He did. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna hit you. I'll go ahead. Go ahead, Shinsuke. Go right ahead. It's so weird this dynamic. It is. It's 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 very weird. I'm like, they're staring at each other. Nakamura's doing it. I was waiting for him to go. <laughs> Come on, but no. It's like Nakamura's going for um for the Kinshasa Rotten's in front of him. Goes no. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Yes, master. <laughs> that's horrible <laughs> but it's so true and I'm just looking at this and I'm like okay okay is he gonna RKO Nakamura what the hell they're gonna do and then he just lets him do it I'm like alright and I mean unless they're going for a triple threat match with Nakamura Orton and Hardy for the US title I'm like whatever I mean cause we don't need any more triple threat matches it's not like freaking oh. Charlotte beat Carmella and now Charlotte's in the triple is in the triple threat for the uh, women's oh. championship you know what? That pissed me off more than anything this week. Really? Seriously, because just let Becky have a spotlight, man. Why I... do we have to have Charlotte inserted into the match? We can't have a big four pay-per-view women's title match without Charlotte. You know what I could see them doing? I could see them doing the whole thing where Carmella pins Charlotte for the third time because then they could do the whole, oh, you know I beat Charlotte Flair three times, three times now, three times. And have Carmella do that thing. And I thought the promo with her and Becky this week was pretty decent. Because, you know, Carmella being her heel self. And then Becky could go, Oi! 
you didn't beat me twice or three <laughs> times. So <laughs> at WWE Evolution, I want my rematch. And then they have Becky win it at Evolution. Mm. That's why I'm going with it. I don't know. It just seems unfair to, it does. to Becky. It does seem very unfair to Becky because it is unfair to Becky. And I'm just like, all right, of course we have to have Charlotte one. Charlotte just literally comes out of nowhere and gets it, gets a title match. Yeah, because she just returns out of nowhere. Oh, I'm here to help out my friend. And also get in the match. But here I'm helped. I'm here to help out my friend. Actually, you know what? I know she doesn't really make the decisions, but she's making. she's been so good as GM lately. God damn it, Paige. my god and it made me really just want to see Paige get back in the ring in Evolution but we know she can't just the fact that you know I've done more than what you've done Paige and and I just see her getting fired up I'm like as um, Carmella points out this week you'll never have this again whoa I'm like whoa and that's where I'm just like man I want to see Paige wrestle but I know she can't yeah do you know I did laugh um, quite a bit at the, at SmackDown this week because Becky and Charlotte kept going back and forth saying, oh, yeah, we've always got each other's backs, we've always there for each other. No, we've turned on each other. Are we supposed to, heel. Are we supposed to forget that you three were PCB or Suicide, whatever the hell that we was, what was it originally going to be called? Submission Sorority. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So which they is were no, be which sub- is another dodgy Google search. Which was, it was going to be submission sorority. And then you have her, you know, Paige turn on her. And then Charlotte and Becky are bosom buddies. And then all of a sudden you turn on her because you got Dana Brooke and your dad. Are we supposed to forget the fact that Charlotte turned on her and said that she was the weak link of the group and blah, 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 blah. Oh, but it's okay. We're best friends. Tea time. What the fuck is tea time? Oh, don't ask Sienna. Okay. Wow. <laughs> And number two, she's she looks to be done, by the way, with that company. Mm, miss loyalty. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, here's also – well, don't get me wrong. and I'll, I'll say this right now. I like Sienna, but, yeah, that was just ridiculous. Like, like comparing herself to Charlotte, I'm like, you're not Charlotte Flair. You're not Charlotte Flair. Stop it. Um, Selena Vega and Lana, as we mentioned, um, I'm – very happy that they didn't treat Selena Vega as a jobber. You know, we well, all we all know she used to wrestle. Like, yeah, they didn't treat her as a rookie. I'm like, she can work. Yeah. I love how she did the role and did the Andrade San Almas spot where she's laying there looking all tranquilo. I liked it very much. Yeah. She was fantastic. She didn't miss a beat. The girl is good. You gotta let her wrestle. Let her wrestle Evolution. Let her do something because the girl can wrestle. It's not like she's a former knockouts tag team champion by the way bring him back it's not like she's a former knockouts tag team champion <laughs> and like she hasn't wrestled like for years now and wrestled a lot on the independent scene and not like she's wrestled on nxt before beside before she was alina vega and she wrestled oscar and a lot of them but i'm just like yeah let the girl go and speaking of somebody would go they had the usos on the bar wrestle this week and it was a very very good match new day was doing their thing on commentary and throwing pancakes and shit <laughs> And now we're gonna not get the, shit. no, not literal shit, but pancakes and stuff. Excuse <laughs> me. Uh, now we're gonna get the new day versus the bar next week in the finals, and I'm gonna tell you right now, the new day is probably gonna win, and we're gonna get the Bludgeon Brothers and the New Day for the tag titles at SummerSlam. Again, again. Um, yeah. Speaking of tag titles, actually, don't bring the knockout tag team titles back because BQ will take credit for it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it to the end. Take it to the other side I hear it screaming 
<laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Mike Larkin, the host of the Pop Culture History Podcast. Tune in as I take you through the history of pop music. Check it out on SoundCloud, MC Larkin92. Get ready to have fun and shake your tail feather. I'm out, everybody. Peace. matches on SmackDown this week. Um, Daniel Bryan and The Miz obviously still building towards that SummerSlam match. You know what? I liked it. I liked the whole how he, how he made fun of him for crying and Daniel Bryan just being Daniel Bryan. I'm looking forward to Daniel Bryan and The Miz at SummerSlam because you want to see Miz get his comeuppance and just lose and get his ass whipped by Daniel Bryan. He, we want to see Daniel Bryan punch him in the face. Yeah. And not throw plastic babies at him. Uh... Well, somebody like watching an old Gene Snitsky that Raw where Gene Snitsky put <laughs> the baby into the crowd. Like, was that how that came into fruition? She was like, "Oh, we'll have a fake baby." Somebody watch a Snitsky thing. Or um, Claire Lynch. Okay. This is your no. baby, AJ. Okay. It, it was just they, they tried. They put an AJ Styles T-shirt on it. They tried so hard, but they killed it very, very. And I'm not, I wasn't trying to rest in peace, Chester Bennington. In the end, it doesn't really matter. But in the end, it really didn't matter because, God, that was one of the worst things ever. Because that's another thing. When people, like, try to defend Impact and you'll point up stuff like like Claire Lynch and the big fat oily guy and all this, and you know what they'll come back and argue with that was? Uh, it was a different time. It was a different regime, guys. It was a different yeah. regime. I mean, I kind of feel sorry for Claire Lynch. It's not her fault. She was a terrible actress, and people actually sent her death threats. Yeah, what the hell is wrong with people? You Okay, that's another thing, because they you talk about WWE fans, and not all of them, but some of them are bad. And the same thing with a lot of wrestling fans of different companies. But fucking the Impact fans are just like, wow. Not they're all like, of they're them. They're like believers. But... Don't you dare go against them. It's the Impact hopefuls. It's, it's the Impact bubble. We love Impact. Cult. Nope. It's, it's, a, it's a fucking cult. And don't get me wrong. Like, I've done shows where we've talked about Impact and not just you with other podcasts, which is cool. I'll give my two cents on it. But I'm like, you guys do realize I'm not going to fucking sugarcoat and be like, oh, this company is great. Oh, my God, we're working with XYZ company in Tennessee that nobody's fucking heard of. And Oh, but we're going to have Joey Ryan and A.R. Fox on the card. Yeah, you know why you're going to have Joey Ryan and A.R. Fox on the card? Because it's Lucha fucking underground, motherfuckers. Because they also wrestle Lucha underground. Because, you know, Don Cal go, oh, we've lost all this talent, but we've got Brian Cage and but 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 No, Don, you got Lucha Underground, which is why I also like to call that company Lucha Underground 2.0. Because that's what the hell the company is. Yeah. And Don Callis is trying to make it big as New Japan. And then you got Taiji Ishimori on Twitter saying, Impact is a great place. Thank you for everything. <laughs> and Taiji Ishimori is going to go back to the dude in the Bullet Club in Japan because he's going to finish off these tapings. And they're going to have, I think, him and Petey Williams fight the Desi fucking hit squad, which I'm going to say right now, nobody gives a damn. I don't give a damn about Gama, 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 Gama Sing. And the fact that, oh my God, he's a legend in Stampede Wrestling. And again, I like to reiterate, Canada. And he wrestled Johnny Rods and he's Jinder Mahal's uncle. 
And I'm like, that's nice, but nobody's ever fucking heard of him. And then you got friggin' Rohit Raju, which the booking on that makes no fucking sense because he was fu- fucking Akima Zane from Georgia. Now he's friggin' Rohit Raju. And the fact that, you know, oh, he was on Global Forge, but he hasn't won a goddamn match. And then you bring in Gersinder, Gurpinder, sing, sing, sing a song. And friggin' I don't even give a damn because who the fuck are they? They're nobodies. They're J-Brones, but they're probably going to take the belts off of LAX, which is going to piss me off because I like LAX, who, by the way, Daz, segue, they're fighting the Young Bucks on the Jericho Cruise. I think we're really making up for the butcher not being here this week. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm in a mood. I'm in rare form, man. I'm just saying. Like I said, this is not to be gimmick infringement on the butcher, and your butcher knows all of them. We're homies. And by the way, uh, speaking of the butcher, you want to congratulate because him and Amir are doing their thing. The cutting room, the cutting room. Yes. The cutting room is finally open. Yes. But yeah, that's that's the thing I got to mention, man, because nobody gives a damn about the Desi Hit Squad, and they're probably going to take the titles off LAX, which pisses me off. You got KM and Fala Ba 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 as a tag team over there. I mean, you got Joe Henry and Grado. Not really, because you can see it like a mile away that they're going to have those two feud with each other. And Joe Henry cracks me up. And I like Joe Henry, but I'm just like, the NXT UK tournament, uh, not NXT UK tournament, I'm sorry, the NXT UK is like everybody from ICW and Progress and all this. And you went to Impact because of your boy Grado. Hmm. And by the way, did you see the Grado pop at Shug's party with the ICW? I haven't had time to, to check out uh, Who's Party yet, but um, I saw a clip I... of uh, Grado. Okay, is it Shug's Party or Hug's Party? How do you pronounce it? Well, it's spelled the way the Scots would say it, so it's Who's Party. Oh, okay, got it. All right, thank you. So now I just wanted to clarify, I got it. I mean, uh, Viper's on the card. I think she's fighting Moth Martina and uh, Casey Owens, who's another tremendous talent. Uh, there's a lot of great matches on there. Jeff Cobb's on there, James Storm and Ravy Davy in a death match. I mean, hey. Oh, Ravy Davy, Butcher's favorite. <laughs> Ravy Davy. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, what would I ask you? LAX and Young Bucks on the Jericho Cruise, what do you think? Uh, yeah, why not? Well, I'll be honest with you. It's a very huge opportunity for Santana and Ortiz. Yeah. And those guys have been working hard. And I think them and the Young Bucks will have a great match. Mm, I mean, Young Bucks are obviously... They're a Marmite tag team. You either love them or you hate them. Personally, I love them. Um, I think they can pull a great match out of pretty much any tag team. And I, like I said, I think Santana and Ortiz can hold their own as well. So I'm mostly looking forward to that. Uh, we got Marty Skrull and Sammy Callahan. Uh, I think you're yeah. hoping that Marty Skrull puts a whooping on that boy, Sammy Callahan. I don't care about anything Sammy Callahan does. You see, that's why I love you, man. The brutal, the brutal honesty, the brutal honesty. So, yeah, somebody put up a clip and like, oh, watch. Do you know who wants to watch this uh, Sammy Callahan match? I'm like, I would rather watch a rhino give birth out of its ass. What Sammy Callahan match was it? Uh, the Slammiversary one against Eddie Edwards. You mean Pentagon? Pa- Pentagon, yeah. Eddie Edwards was Tommy Dreamer. All right. Now, that match was very, very, very good. And I thought it was fine for what they did. And, you know, I've seen them wrestle each other in Lucha Underground, but I'm like, okay. And, you know, Sammy Callahan got his head shaved, so now he's bald. Mm. <laughs> I, don't I, I just think he's overhyped, and he's found all of this notoriety from fucking up and nearly breaking Eddie Edwards' eye socket. Yes. 
Uh, well, what do you think about Mick Foley endorsing him? Mick, come on, man. <laughs> Let's wait for it. And you, and you know what it is, too, now? Every Impact fan is waiting for Chris Jericho to show up and fight Sammy Callahan. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. I mean, here's the thing. I get he's friends with Don Callis. And I said, if you bring in Chris Jericho, and I guess I know he's not currently. Is he currently under contract with WWE? I don't know what the deal is because it's it's obviously not a committed contract because he's out there doing New Japan. He's out there working with Impact. Um but, I mean, maybe he still gets paid for merchandise or endorsements or whatever. Okay, because I'm saying, man, I think it would be crossing the line, no pun intended. I think it would be crossing the line if, you know, because he's very loyal to Vince McMahon. And I'm like, all right, he did the New Japan thing, which is cool. And he's the current reigning and defending IWGP Intercontinental Champion. So I'm like, all right, let him do the New Japan thing. But I don't see. I mean, the, the fan thing with the whole, of course I do Impact Wrestling. And we all know he's friends with Don Callis. And Don Callis will mention Chris Jericho every single week on Impact. So, oh my God, he's coming to Impact. So, and I'll be honest with you, as far as I'm looking at, like, people that he could work there, the three names I think people would have him go against, number one, I would say Eli Drake. Because could you imagine a promo off between Chris Jericho and Eli Drake? Yeah. Uh, another name, unfortunately, would be Austin Aries. Mm, yeah. And then the third one would be Sammy Callahan. <laughs> I mean, do, do you see anybody that Chris Jericho that you would want to see him fight an impact that really like comes at you? Uh, honestly, you could be honest. Honestly, I really don't know who's under contract of impact now because they rent so much talent from other companies. Well, we do know that Eli Drake and Tessa Blanchard are signed for long-term, which means two years. Uh, Rich Swan is signed for long-term, which means two years. And, of course, Abyss resigned. Long-term means two years. <laughs> Come on. Let's not bullshit this, okay? You can, you can say long-term as much as you want. It's going to be two effing years. And I'm going to tell you right now, because Tessa Blanchard has been going on Twitter keep saying, Oh, Kyrie saying, I'd love to fight you again, girl. Oh, Charlotte Flair, I would love to see that match happen. I'm going to tell you right now. And you could quote me on this, you could whatever. In two years, if Tessa Blanchard decides to stay with Impact, whatever, I think the girl's very talented. And number two, I'm going to say it right now in two years, you'll probably see her in the WWE. Hmm. What do you think? Didn't they try and sign her recently anyway? They tried to after that May Young Classic, but I don't know what the hell happened with there. Or I think it's just a case of like, you know what, Tessa? We have Charlotte. And number two, I think it's also a case of, you you remember how everybody got so damn mad? Because remember when the Wolves had their tryout on NXT? Davey Richards yeah. and Eddie, they fought the Ascension. Remember that? Yeah. And everybody was like, oh my God, how come they couldn't sign the Wolves? What the hell is going on here? I am not to, do, to deal with this. Oh my God, it's so, so pandemonium. Why did they sign the Wolves? Because if you actually think about it, Triple H is right. We have a lot of guys like them. Yeah. And what happened with them? Eddie Edwards still... Well, Davey Richards isn't an impact anymore, and, you know, he's doing his thing as an EMT or whatever the hell he's doing now. And Eddie Edwards is being a psycho character, and the whole thing about, you know, oh, Tommy, which... Oh, trying, oh, trying to be a psycho character. Trying to be. 
yes, because I'm, I'm going to say this right now. It doesn't fit him. It really does not fit him. He's not a good psycho character. And, you know, they did the whole thing this week where Austin Aries is challenging anybody and Eddie Edwards had some with the kendo stick. So it looks like we're going to get Austin Aries versus Eddie Edwards down the line. And I'd just like to remind Impact fans that want to be like, Impact is the place to be. It's the company. Blah, 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 blah. You know where the first time I saw Austin Aries and Eddie Edwards was? Ring of Honor. You know Ring of Honor. Wherever they're running Madison fucking Square Garden with New Japan. You remember Ring of Honor in 2006 where we saw Austin Aries and Eddie Edwards, when Austin Aries was with Generation Next, it was him, Roderick Strong, Jack Evans, you know, the whole nine. You know Ring of Honor. Yeah, you know the company where the Wolves actually came from. Yeah, you know, you, you know Ring of Honor. How the fact that you want to discredit people and say, oh, Austin Aries is basically an impact guy. Oh, yeah, well, fuck, you know, the fact that he ended Samoa Joe's longest reign as the Ring of Honor champion. Oh, let's just fucking forget the fact that him and Roderick Strong were the tag team champions. Oh, let's just forget that Austin Aries is a former Ring of Honor champion. Oh, let's just forget the fact that he fought this, ex this person, that person, this person, that person, and one of his mainstays was in Ring of Honor. Oh, let's just forget all about that. Throw it down the toilet. Just flush it. First ever two-time ROH world champion. Fuck yes, he was. And I mean, but here's the thing. I liked Austin Aries then. I don't like him yeah. now. I used to like Austin Aries. But he's a dick now. He's a well, dick he's... now. <laughs> well, I shouldn't say he's a dick now. He's always been a yeah, dick. Yeah, yeah. Jim Cornette will tell you he's a miserable fuck and that he's a pain in the ass. But that's the problem. I think him and CM Punk are like very much one and the same. And uh, no disrespect. And I know you're a big CM Punk fan. I've met the guy. I still have my photo with CM Punk from August, 2007 backstage. You know, I yeah. nearly met Austin Aries twice. How we, many times? Twice, twice. <laughs> okay, go ahead. When we were doing the meet and greet, like literally we were in the first, the first road that walked in, 10 people went round Austin Aries just gets up without a word and walks away and doesn't come back for 10 minutes. Wow. What a dick. What a dick. I, I mean, the second time he got up and walked away, at least he told us he was going for a shit. Did he really say he was going for a shit? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, then, and then Mr. Anderson got up and went for a shit and then came back and went, don't worry, at least I washed my hands. <laughs> all right that's just funny and i mean ken anderson is ken anderson but that's just funny and yes he did watch his hand sanitary reasons been sanitary but yeah austin aries i think he's just and then he's trying to recruit neville to come over to impact because you know hey we can recreate that magic over here in impact mm. i mean I, well, I mean neville doesn't really have much of a choice if they're making him sit out his contract dude just put him on nxt uk it's funny how people are taking swipes at Neville now all of a sudden, like um, Cedric Alexander's taking swipes at him for quitting. Yeah, I saw that. Hey, oh, by the way, Drew Gulak calling Cedric Alexander the Brock Lesnar of 205 made me laugh my ass off. <laughs> it was just because he's so good at his delivery. And he's like, well, well, we're busting our asses. You're just sitting in the back there, Cedric. How many matches have you had? Yeah, you say you're undefeated in 2018. And I'm digging this because I'm like, they're letting Gulak be Gulak. The man has gone from PowerPoint presentation to being the main focal. Uh, I'm not even going to say Enzo Mori because fuck him. He was the main part of the Zoe trade and what made that good. And then, you know, you're having him with Gallagher and Kendrick now, and he's just great. They're letting him be in who he is. And unfortunately, He's probably going to be on the pre-show. Well, here's the thing that's got me thinking: if Gulak does win the cruiserweight title, is it going to be because that is it going to be because that was the plan all along, or because of what's just happened with Cedric Alexander? I think it's we're, a we're never going to know. Well, it's a scenario, and I said this on the Futures Now, which will be out this week for RWT. Um, 
I think the match is Leo Rush and Cedric. And the reason why I'm saying that is because Leo Rush and Cedric are, you know, both very quick, very high-octane aerial assault. And I think that's the direction they're going. If they have, they're probably going to have Leo, you know, beat Akira Tozawa again twice, twice. And, you know, then Leo will get on the mic and he'll challenge Cedric for the title. I think that's the direction that you go in. And Leo Rush, I got no problem with Leo Rush. I think that what they're doing with him is fine because this is a guy who was on the verge of being released for saying something stupid about Emma getting released. Yeah, and just. Uh, paid his dues i think yeah i think he's paid it absolutely has paid his dues and you know i mean he's gonna be a focal point on 205 live tjp who knows what the hell they're gonna do with him lindsay Narado hurt his thumb so he couldn't wrestle this week he has a ligament tear in his thumb uh <laughs> i don't mean to laugh but he's, he can't wrestle because he's hurt his thumb well, first of all, Nigel McGuinness took the credit. Like, well, you know, Lindsay Dorado is not going to be able to do his late night activities. Oh. He, he legit said this, and I cracked up, and Perch was like, whoa, easy, Nigel. Easy, Nigel. Like, he's, come on. He, he, he's talking about the uh, the Tiddlywink Championships. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they do that, and Gulak is amazing on commentary because as soon as Brian Kendrick locks in the captain's hook, he's going, tap. Tap you, punk! And I'm laughing my ass off because Gulak just a delivery. And then Jack Gallagher attacks Cedric after the match with the headbutt. And then he goes, oh, Jackie boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling. And I'm like, Jackie boy? (laughs) (laughs) It's great. And I don't mean to laugh. I'm just like, this is amazing. And then we get get to NXT this week, which, by the way, Tommaso fucking Ciampa is amazing. Wow. The man just comes out to booze. You got the girl screaming at him, you will lose your title, and everybody's booing. You and he deserve goes, to lose your title. Yes, and then the, he goes to the old woman, and he's like, I remember you. You said I was going to lose the champion. Well, guess what? I'm your NXT champion. Then she makes the little implication that he has a small penis without saying it, and then he's saying <laughs> he's got a little dick. He's got a little wiener and some tiny nuts, as Dana Carvey said in The Master of Disguise. And you know the fact? It's just amazing, and he just draws great heel. It was amazing. Like he came out and he was on the ramp and people were booing him and this kid just came out and no one just went, idiot, and sat back down. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't even need music because he's great at what he does. He's calling for your Gargano in black, 2A and 2B, and Gargano's going, you wouldn't be champion if it wasn't because of me, and Aleister Black. Oh, you knew exactly what was coming. Yes, rightfully so. He's got a grudge, black mask kick. Yes, it was because of you I lost. You Beautiful. deserve it. It's Ugh. crazy how uh, Johnny Gargano went from huge underdog, top baby face to just you deserve to get kicked in the face. Well, that damn it, 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 that damn Tommaso, Tommaso Ciampa, he's got such heel heat that everybody's pissed at Gargano for the fact that he's the champion now. Yeah, amazing. Now, you, then you know what we'll get from the other side of things, right? And you know I'm going to well, mention it. Well, got to be a triple threat at um, Brooklyn. Well, that, and then you also get the fans that say. Oh, but it's Eddie Edwards and Sammy Callahan. Ah, fuck them. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I don't well, see uh, Champa's wife anyway. Ooh! Okay. So, <laughs> I'm going to say this as well, man. Speaking of greatness with NXT this week as well. Um, Well, <sighs> this is not so greatness, but then we'll get to the other greatness. Uh, the Heavy Machinery got the win over the Mighty, thanks to the Street Profits. Oh, I hate the Street Profits. Um... Where's the heat with the Street Profits? Uh, they're just so annoying. 
because they, they bring the swag that nobody can a derp a derp derp a derp a derp and then they're just hyping up the crowd and then Otis Dozovic Tucky yeah Tucky we're gonna hit the compact yeah Tucky Tucky ooh. and then he gets the win here we go I don't know what it is he's just so cringeworthy um, he is because Tucker Knight's just doing his thing and you know stakes and weights but then you got this guy over here stakes and weights ooh yeah Tucky come on Tucky here we go even the way he walks around the ring he just got like his shoulders spread out and he's like yeah. It's just so uncomfortable. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, Tucker Knight was fantastic this week. Tucker Knight was amazing. And now we're going to get the Mighty against the Street Profits. And then we also see, uh, we're going to talk about the greatness right now before we get to the uh, other match with Mustache Mountain. And that's greatness too, but... Dude, the Velveteen Dream, he interrupts the match, and he's talking about basking the ambience, and what I loved about it is he turns around, he does the spin, he snaps his finger, and then it goes back to the NXT logo. I loved it, just the um, greatness of it, and it got me interested, and I want to see EC3 versus the Velveteen Dream at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. That was amazing. Velveteen Dream. Um, it was actually a really great match um, between EC3 and Kona Reeves. I'm not sure what Butcher's going to think because he really doesn't like Kona Reeves, and I'm not that big of a fan either. But Here's um, the thing. Somebody saw him, and they said Hawaii, and, yeah. they, and they said, oh, he could be like The Rock. Fuck no, okay? <laughs> he's still green as goose shit. He sucks, and he's all of a sudden he comes like, oh, that random jobber from Hawaii that was putting people over to the finest of NXT. I'm like, what do you mean? You're the finest of NXT. Who the fuck have you beaten? You've beaten two scrubs in, like, the last couple matches, and then you finally get the big test of EC3, and you had a decent match because, well, it's EC fucking 3. And, you know, EC3 gets the win, and it builds to EC3 and Velveteen Dream. I am hooked. And speaking of hooked, you had Mustache Mountain beat the two enhancement guys there, and they want the Undisputed Era in the tag titles. I enjoyed that as well. Yeah, um... Only complaint from me would be Tyler Bates' mic skills. Not, yeah. Um, well, he did. He he cared about his friend. He cared about Trent Severn. Yeah, but he was just really quiet. He was he was like Tyler. I can't hear you. Well, um, he is very soft spoken. I will give yeah. him that. Yes. I mean, he is. He's great. He's amazing in the ring. But uh, I could probably do with a little bit less of them on the mic. Uh, Trent Severn is obviously a bit more well rounded. Uh, yeah. What do you think about the, well, we got the War Raiders in there too now? Because whoever wins that match, the War Raiders are coming for him. Hmm. First of all, the name is starting to rub off on me. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of getting used to it. Um, very much like EC3's music, actually, because I, I hated that when I first heard it. I thought, this isn't EC3. But the crowd this week absolutely made that song grow on me. Uh, so yeah, War Raiders. I don't know, I think I'd, I'd rather see another match between Mustache Mountain and Undisputed Era. Well, speaking of matches, um, besides EC3 and the Velveteen Dream, we have, it's been announced that Adam Cole, baby, will defend the NXT North American Championship against uh, Ricochet. Yeah, uh, also good to see William Regal looking a bit healthier this week. Yes, yes, I'm very happy to see that. And, well, we got Ricochet in action next week on, uh, on NXT. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's going to be good, but then, speaking of good, dude, Shayna Baszler and Candice LeRae. It, Candice was really good in the first half of the match, but then, obviously, Shayna just comes in and there's no stopping her. She's like a freight train. Again, I'm still kind of annoyed that Candice is getting this sort of, uh, she's only just started treatment, but she really hasn't because she's been wrestling guys and everything for years. 
Uh, nice to see Kairi Sane all fired up, too. I, I like that. Instead of being the whole pirate, she just came out looking like she wants to whoop Shayna Baszler's ass, and that's why I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing what's going down there. I mean, the camera was behind her most of the time, so at first I just thought Asuka came back to kick somebody's yeah. ass. <laughs> yes. Oh, but yeah, oh man, I saw I, it was just pink hair and leather jacket. I thought, whoa, was Asuka back? What? What? Uh, I, I liked it, man. I liked her being all fired up. I got to say, this week... Uh, you know, 205 was what it was. It was solid. You know, it was what it needed to be. But mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, NXT was the better show because I know you really don't watch 205 a lot, right? I, I am meaning to, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I haven't I haven't really watched it much. It's funny watching Drake Maverick try to break it up and be all tough and like, Drew, if you put your hands on him, you will lose your championship matchup at SummerSlam. I'm like, Drake Maverick, Rockstar Spud, you're like five foot... <laughs> You're so short, and you're telling this six foot whatever guy to get his hands off him, and he's trying to pull him back. Hey, get off of him, or you'll lose your championship match. I'm like, oh, okay, that's nice. So I thought that was funny. God uh, bud. I, I love him too. Kalisto <laughs> uh, and Tony Nice. Kalisto wins, and 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 Lince Dorado and his hurt thumb come out to double super kick Tony Nice, and that's horrible. That you're laughing at a man with a hurt thumb. That's terrible. How could you? No, that it, is nice. it was just the way you said. You can't wrestle because he hurt his thumb. Well, he had hurt a tore ligament, so pretty much he had a hurt thumb. I mean, uh, what do you want me to say? That's why he couldn't wrestle. And now we're gonna looks like we're gonna get a tag team match in a few between the Lucha House Party and Tony Nese and Buddy Murphy. Uh, we're obviously gonna get the more with Leo Rush and Kitazawa. I mean, it's just like saying he can't wrestle because he sneezed. <laughs> but that that was why Lince Dorado was not in action this week because he hurt his thumb. So yeah, and um. But overall, uh, two, uh, 205, um, no, the uh, NXT was really good and 205 was solid. Now, do you want to know who else is in this May Young Classic, by the way? Because we do have more people. Uh, well, before we do, we had a dark match after SmackDown. And oh, dark match, I'm sorry, go ahead. It was, wait for it. Wait for it. AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Again. Okay. So AJ Styles will be back next week to respond to Samoa Joe. Oh, but hey, let's have a work the dark match. So he, so he was in the building, but mm-hmm. he wasn't on the show. Okay, got it. Nice. So he was in the building when Samoa Joe was uh, insulting him and about his family and his wife and his kids and everything. But yeah, he's he's, he's not going to appear on the show. He's just going to have a dark match with Nakamura, and then we'll see him next week. Okay, got it. Yep. <laughs> So, are you ready for these May Young Classic 2 participants? Okay, let's get it. Ariel Monroe, who is the wife of Cedric Alexander. Mm-hmm. Ashley Rain, Madison Rain. Who uh, is the wife of Josh Matthews. Of Josh Matthews. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know where I think they also got that from, the L. Ashley Rain thing? Um, well, obviously, Ashley's a real name. Yes. I was also going to say that, and also I think because her original name on the independent scene was Ashley Lane, yeah. and Madison... And Rain obviously comes from Madison Rain, so they, I think that's a nice combo. Yeah, works. All right. Ariel Monroe, Ashley Rain, Diana Perrazzo. Nice. From Japan, legend, Hiroyo Matsumoto. Mm-hmm. Io Shirai from Japan. Yeah. Isla Dawn, Isla Dawn representing Scotland and NXT UK. Uh, Jesse Elaban, who I believe is a new NXT signee. Uh, Ginny 
from England, who uh, you know who Ginny is, right? I believe she's done ICW and all that in progress and all that over there, right? Yeah, Ginny. Ginny. <laughs> so, Ginny. Uh, Casey Catanzaro, uh, who is, as I'm looking at this, she's another new signee, and she was actually on American Ninja Warrior, and she's done... Uh, she's done some. She's done some work in college and just all that. But yeah, she was on American Ninja Warrior. Uh, Casey Gonzaro, Caitlin, the return of one Celeste Bonin, Miss Caitlin. Yeah. Karen Q from uh, Ring of Honor, Women of Honor. First, we have first, a re- first person to quote defeat Kelly Klein, even though it was by count out, so it wasn't really a defeat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Kavita Devi representing India. She returns from the original May Young Classic. And for those that don't know who Kavita Devi is. That was the one who was trained by the great Kali and was in the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal this year. Okay. I'm sure she's a very nice person, but my God, she sucks. And they brought her back. Okay. (laughs) But no, dude, there's nothing, not her as a person, but in ring, she sucks. And look who she was trained by. Oh, they're going to bring it back because, oh, she was trained by a former world champion, the great Kali. And I met the great Kali. As you know, I mentioned I, I met CM Punk backstage at that Raw, by the way, or wherever it was yeah. in 2007. I still have that picture with the great Kali, and the man had to sit down because he's so tall. So I got a picture <laughs> with a sitting, the great Kali. <laughs> I digress. So Kavita Devi is back. Killer Kelly, who we saw in NXT UK, she's back, representing Portugal. She's going to be in it very nice. Lacey Lane, who is another very talented competitor on the Indies, and she just signed with NXT. Lacey Lane's in it. Another Japan legend, Miko Satomura. Uh, Miko Satomura, excuse me, who was in the WCW. Uh, they were doing that women's tournament, so she goes back, another legend in Japan. Mercedes Martinez returns. Mm-hmm. Mia, Mia Yim returns. Nicole Matthews representing Canada, who I'm very happy to see because Nicole Matthews was a shimmer talent. She teamed with uh, Portia Perez. They were known as the Canadian Ninjas. And she knows Sarah Del Rey, Sarah Motto, very well. Uh, Priscilla Kelly, who is in this, uh, representing, obviously, the United States. Priscilla Kelly, you know who Priscilla Kelly is, right? Yeah. Uh, shine Girl, you know you know Priscilla. Uh, yeah. Reina Gonzalez returns. Uh, Rhea Ripley returns, which I'm very happy to see Rhea Ripley in there. Uh, another return, I believe. Tenara Conti representing Brazil. Uh, she's the one. She's also back for that. Uh, Tegan Knox, who was a Nixton Newell, uh, who was in progress and all those promotions. You're familiar, obviously, right? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Tony... Tenara Conti was on NXT a few weeks back, wasn't she? Yeah. yeah. I think she was involved in, in. Oh, yeah. She got killed by Nikki Cross. I remember that back. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, Tony Storm. Yes. Yes. Vanessa Craven representing Canada, who's also a shining talent. The youngest competitor in this matchup representing England, the daughter of the great Robbie Brookside, Zaya Brookside. Well, how do you actually pronounce that? XIA. I think the X is silent, right? Or Zaya, Zia, Brookside. How do you pronounce that, would you say? Uh, I'll go with Zaya. Zaya? Okay. And then the other competitor is representing Puerto Rico, Zusix, who I believe is a luchadora. And, uh, not, yeah, so not we the got daughter Prince. of Zeus, who appeared at SummerSlam uh, 89, by the way. Zeus. <laughs> I still remember him as a, you know, tiny lister, friggin' a, you know, Day Day. Yeah. That's what, no, not Day Day, I'm sorry. Debo. Why did why, why, why I get Day Day? <clears throat> and, uh, and Gold Member, too. Oh, yes. I know a guy that's on crack and makes more sense than you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, yeah, Debo, um, Zeus, Gold Member, too, tiny lister, who's blind in one eye. You know yeah. what I do remember? You know what the last time I actually saw him? So. You remember, you know how they did celebrity rehab with Dr. Drew? 
All right, so Mary Carey was on this one, and for those that don't know, Mary Carey is an adult star. Uh, she's friends with Tiny Lister, and I think she was he was trying to like give her drugs to the rehab facility where she's trying to get better. And he's like, oh, man, I'm just here to see my girl, Mary, and say what's up. I'm not trying to not do nothing. I'm just trying to say, why are you all up in my grill? Why are you all up in my grill? So, yeah, that's where I remember <laughs> Tiny Lister from. <laughs> Why are you all up in my grill? I'm just trying to What's up, man? You got something to say? What's going on, me? I'm like, come on. All right. <laughs> this legit happened. This legit happened. And this is the same one, I think, where Steven Adler, God rest his soul. I, I think Steven Adler. No, is Steve Adler still alive? I got to look this up now. Uh, I, I think so. Because I don't mean to wish death on someone who is, uh, who is still alive. But yeah, Steven Ad- Steve Adler was on there from uh, Guns N' Roses. That was the one where he was up all on. Yeah, he's still alive. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so he was he was up all on the roof, and just you know being a crazy addict that he was. This was the same one that had Swifty from Crazy Town on there. You remember Crazy Town? Oh yeah. Come my lady, come come my lady, you're my butterfly, sugar baby. That was that one. So yeah. Huh. Oh, so... Tiny Lister. Tiny Lister. What's up? What's up, man? You got something to say? What is <laughs> That's my girl. I'm just trying to say hello. We're coming in here, you know? Oh, where are you going with it? Where are you going with it? Oh, man, we're just going to hang out. Well, I'm just trying to say, man, what's the problem? What's the problem? <laughs> you're an enabler. That's what the problem is. She's a recovering addict, and you're an enabler. That's what the fucking problem is. Maybe that's why he was a convict in the Dark Knight. You know what? I, oh, by the way, remember when he was fucking Z Money or whatever he was? Z Gangsta, excuse me. Z Gangsta in WCW? Oh, yeah. What a Hulk Hogan's versus rivals. It's no holds barred. Z Gangsta. <laughs> and there's only one other thing I got to say to that. What? Yo, man, I'm just trying to say what's up. Like, what, what, what's the problem? What's the problem? I'm just trying to hang out with Mary. What's the problem? I, I apologize to people for bringing up Zeus. Because <laughs> this legit happened. I would not lie about this. You talk about crappy shows in the UK like Love Island, and you mentioned that god-awful, what the hell was the name of that group that sang Crossroads? Oh, um, Blazing Squad. You wait, you mentioned those whack-ass motherfuckers, so I can w- mention some whack-ass shit that happened in the US. <laughs> Why are you up in my grill? Why are you up in my grill? I'm just trying to say what's up. Oh, man. This legit happened. And it's because you're an enabler, motherfucker. You're trying to give her drugs. (coughs) (laughs) (laughs) But but it is wrestling related because he was Zeus. And he feuded with uh, Hogan with Macho Man and Beefcake. Because it's 11 years ago, and it's still in my brain. All right. This is also kind of wrestling-related, too. So we all know Danny Bonaducci, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Partridge Family, wrestled Eric Young in TNA, uh, wrestled on Hulk Hogan Celebrity Championship Wrestling. Do you remember when he had that show, Breaking Bonaducci? Uh, I vaguely remember it. Okay, so... <laughs> so... <laughs> So that was also around the time when he was there and, you know, he's having problems with his wife and you see him legit taking steroids on on film. And you also see him try to – so his wife is having like a birthday party with with her girls 
and they hire strippers. And he finds out about this, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, I should, I should. There needs to be permission. Somebody needs to ask me if it's okay. If somebody's gonna grind on my goddamn wife." And then he's like, trying to get over to the hotel, and he's like, "A man." And you see, like, the fire in his eyes, like he wants to kill somebody. He fucking gets into somebody's car and steals their car. And tries to get, oh, not steal their car. I'm sorry. He gets in the passenger seat, and he's like, "Take me to the hotel." And you see him like going ape shit, like, "Oh shit! I really hope his wife doesn't answer." the door because man he's gonna kill some motherfuckers and kill some strippers because there's a piece of permission you cannot be grinding on my goddamn wife and thankfully the person had the sense to take him home so yeah that's also around that time period when the celebrity <laughs> so technically it's wrestling related too because Danny Bonaducci was on Celebrity Championship Wrestling and wrestled Eric Young in TNA well alright then just had to get that out there <laughs> so yes the same year as that was the same year yo man what's up you got to a girl Oh. <laughs> you have anything else to add? <sighs> no, I think we've we've covered it all. Um. So was I like the butcher substitute for this week with my? Oh, with my... oh definitely, definitely. And, and nobody will beat the butcher, and we all know nobody can beat the butcher. But yeah, this was just a week where I was fed up. A lot of bullshit happened, uh, and just we had to just try to make up for like the sadness that was this week, and just raw and SmackDown, and then Tommaso fucking Ciampa being amazing as he is. So we had a lot to we had a lot of to ground to cover and just have a fun show. Yeah, Tommaso Ciampa being the amazing bastard that he is. And Tama Tonga saying, you know what, this fuck your yard, Roman Reigns. Fuck your yard, sir. I got a world. I got a world, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, I want to talk. I want a freaking bad luck Fale shirt because all it says on it is fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. I want that shirt so badly. The man doesn't even. That was the perfect setup, too, with New Japan. I got to give New Japan, too, because Tonga, I mean, Bad Luck Fale, what do you think? Fuck him. That's all the man needed to say. He doesn't need to go on the promo world, you know, hey, you know, I, you know, you know, they're both my boys. and derp, derp, derp. No, fuck him. Like Ch- a realist destiny are your voice. That's all you needed to say. Chase Stevens. Fuck him? Really? Fuck That's him. all you gotta say? All you gotta say. <laughs> oh, you mean Chase Owens? Chase, Chase, yeah. Where the fuck did I get Chase Stevens from? The Naturals, man. The yeah, Naturals. Jesus, that's going back. Having flashbacks. That's going back a long way. Oh, speaking of something that's a long way, I actually cracked up and I told you this. This is the last thing I'll mention before we do the plugs. So as you know, and a lot of people know, I just recently interviewed Jimmy Rave, right? Yep, Rock and Rave Infection. It's coming back. They're reuniting after 11 years. They're wrestling on an indie. Scoop. Scoop. I mean, that's cool. I mean, Rock and Rave Infection, I like him and Lance Hoyt. I thought they were great together. I thought they were very funny. The man's oh, wrestling wait. 10 parts are good. Are we allowed to scoop that? Yeah. Oh, okay, there you go. Inside scoop. He promoted it, so I'm like, because I even said to him, I'm like, wait a minute, Jimmy, are you guys, um, like, you say Rock and Rave Infection's coming back, are you guys, like, doing the signing there? Are you guys doing a meet and greet? Are you actually going to wrestle? He goes, no, we're going to wrestle. I'm like, yeah! <laughs> Please tell me they're bringing back the Guitar Hero guitars. Fuck yeah, they better. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, they can, um, impersonate... Axel Rose and Slash now because they are actually back together in Guns N' Roses. Absolutely, yes, that's very true. Oh my God! Speaking of Guns N' Roses, do you remember 2008? I forgot what pay per view was. Remember when they used Chinese Democracy? Yes, uh, because I loved that song. Um, 
I'll look that up uh, now. Shit, that's gonna bug me. Yeah, Chinese Democracy. Uh, what pay per view was it? I'm looking. Um, I'm looking. It wasn't, I'm looking. It wasn't Extreme Rules. It, it was it a 2008 pay per view. It was one of them. Uh, I want to say no way. No, not no way out. Um, was it no way out in that in that year, or was it Elimination Chamber? No, that no. Uh, not no no way out. Two thousand eight. That was fake it by uh, Seether. Ah. Um. I gotta look now. Hold on. This is really gonna bug me now. The goddamn internet. Hold or was, on. Or was it a, a September pay per view? Uh, Might have been. Because I think the well, album came out in the summer. So. Okay, I'm I'm on it, man. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm in there. I'm in there. Hold on. Uh, I don't even remember Ar- who. Armageddon. It was Armageddon, the one where Jeff Hardy won the title. Wow, wow. I was gonna say I don't even remember whose match they did the promo package for. Yeah, it was the one where that was where Jeff Hardy beat Triple H in it for the title. Wow. So it came out at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, the end of the year. Oh man, I was way off. Was it February? No, it was December. Well, I'll tell you right now when the album came out. Now that I got to go back to it because I was incensed to see what the hell you what pay per view that was too. So Chinese Democracy came out on November twenty third, two thousand and eight. Mm. There was actually some very good songs on that. It is considering it was uh, the the other Guns N' Roses. Yes, and the actual song came out on October twenty second of two thousand and eight. Right. Yeah. All right, well, there we go, then. That's uh, that's it for this week. Uh, you can catch me at DazzyMWP. Uh, if the butcher was here, he'd tell you not to find him unless you were absolutely had a death wish. Um, but you can find him at 6ix9ine-butcher. Uh, Mike, what have you got for the listeners this week? All right, so there's a lot of interviews and stuff. I mean, S&M show, Stephen Mike shows up, the new Golden Age, everything is up. So we're doing our thing on our end as well. But as far as interviews go, man, Jimmy Rave, check it out. Uh, LFC fighter Danielle Cowbell St. Pierre, the cousin of MMA fighter Georgia St. Pierre, came on the show. LFC is lingerie fighting championship, so you get MMA with a little sex appeal in there as well. So they're a great promotion, great group of people. That's up. Uh, it's on SoundCloud, MC Larkin 92. The Twitter's at SM Show 1 or MCL 92. Check me out with RWT doing the future is now. Episode 6 will be out this week covering this week's edition of 205 and NXT. And uh, two interviews also coming up uh, either this week or next week. I'm not entirely sure yet, but they're coming up very, very soon. Uh, one is with Amber Nova. Amber Nova is an independent talent trained at the Team Vision Dojo. Uh, you've seen her on Impact Wrestling facing the likes of Sue Young, Ali, Sienna, and all them. And she actually, you'll see her in a, maybe in the next week or two, because spoiler she fights Nikki Cross on NXT, so you'll see her there. And speaking of, we talked about the Mae Young Classic, Daz. Got an interview coming up with Zeta. Zeta, who was in the inaugural Mae Young Classic, fought Shayna Baszler. And uh, she was also on NXT as well. So two interviews coming very soon. Nice. And you know where to find us on social media. It's at Max Wrestling UK and, of course, Max Wrestling Interactive on Facebook. We're also on SoundCloud, YouTube, and iTunes. Uh, join us next week as we're getting... It's going to be the final week of G1 this coming week. Uh, the final is a week on Sunday, which will be the 12th. We will either do uh, a recap slash build-up towards the final, or we'll just do a recap of the whole tournament after the final, uh, depending on our availability. And yes, we're also going to be a week closer to Roman Slam. Slash Summer Slam. Slash Promo Slam 3. <laughs> well, now, all right. 
man, I need some competition. I mean, I'm not saying that we haven't had great competition with Amir and all that, but I got the Phoenix on my back. So anybody in the Max Wrestling Group or RWT Group wants a shot, yum yum, come get you some. Yeah, I'm a shout me champion. out because I haven't actually set any challenges yet. I'm a fighting champion. I mean, I'll go against Kenny all day, every day, and Amir and all these great people. So if somebody wants to come at me, man, come at me, bro. Come at me. And Why the, you all spit my grill? Uh, and the response will be, fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> and also, come at me. Come, come. Why you all up in my grill? <laughs> Did I mention why you all up in my grill? <laughs> I'm just see my girl. Now, it's watching my girl. Uh, can I already get get the three words for him, by the way? Yeah. Okay. Cutie Booty Club. Don't Google it because it's not safe for work. Nah. Yeah, don't be like that. All right, what last thing I mentioned. Don't be like that guy in college who, all right, he, I don't know what the hell he did, but this dude, there's a video out there. This dude in college, he's got his headphones in. I guess he forgot to lower them. Dude's watching porn, oh, and then all no. of a sudden... Then all of a sudden you hear in the class, uh, uh, and everybody's looking at him like, oh my God, and he had to run away out of the out of the classroom in embarrassment. And the teacher is laughing at him. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> what a way to end the show. And on that note, we must now bid you adieu. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Bang. Are you kidding me?